talking about something that I honestly was not sure if I want to talk about because that is something I struggle with people pleasing I think maybe more people actually struggle with this than I anticipated uh, and that is something I am currently struggling with and have been struggling with my whole life and I feel like that is something that we should definitely get into and probably just like talk about the consequences and what are some of the ways to avoid it so that's going to be the topic today but before that let's talk a little bit update but also i'm so happy that i got this microphone stand so i'm using this other the second microphone that i have because the, this is usually i use for my guests but i'm trying to switch back and forth and like and i also lost my other microphone stand but also my other microphone is like falling apart not the point new setup so if you're watching this on video that's what it is so you should definitely get onto it on spotify or youtube but yeah so a little bit update that i let me just mention i know i i have been saying that like april has been like such a crazy month and it still is because it hasn't ended yet i'm still like waiting i'm like when is this going to end it's just like taking forever it reminds me so much like march all this time because March also feels like the longest months and April I feel like felt even longer for me because I kept looking at my camera roll and I'm like oh like I did this I did this and I'm like it's all April so it's like quite crazy and there's one experience that I want to mention uh, actually a couple experiences one I actually just went on a date which is something I was not it just happened like I was not expecting to go on a date I'm not even in the market in the dating pool or market at all so just not for me at all honestly not at this stage of my life uh, but it was like a cool experience um, just to, like it was a movie it wasn't like thank god like sit down like dinner or something because like I wouldn't know what to talk about I just like I'm not at that place yet so Maybe some of you guys could agree with this because I feel like after like being in a relationship like that has been that's like a long-term relationship it is it takes a while to get back to where you are and like to be yourself and like start dating again and I just feel like I'm just not there yet one <laughs> second I just feel like I really want to focus on myself. I have always been that kind of person, I know this is a red flag, but I have always been that kind of person that would be a relationship after a relationship. I have never been the person that just been like single for the longest time. It has always been like, yeah, like back to back. And even some of the, the relationships that happened, which most of them are like not long term, except like the very last one I had. So it was like still a relationship in that sense. Short term ones, but there were so many and I feel like I've never really had a chance to like figure myself out, figure out what I want, focus on myself. And I feel like this is definitely the time for it because 
I'm in a new place, uh, I have my own apartment, like I feel like I really want to figure this out, find out what I want in life for my career but also for myself and I feel like that is very important for me at this stage. But regardless to say, it was nice, like the guy was really nice, he seemed really cool but I just feel like um, not there yet. But also what made me realize, and I feel like that's why some people underestimate this, guys. This is not a tip, just an information. Dating apps is not the only way to meet people because I'm not on dating apps. And there are so many ways you can meet people. Like I know people make like fun of these like meme stuff. like. Uh, they're talking about like going to Home Depot and acting like you don't know what you're doing, you're confused and people help you and you like you get picked up. She happened like that, like at Home Depot, <laughs> at a grocery store, which is like Whole Foods after 5 p.m. in downtown Miami. <laughs> it's like a pickup spot, guys. You will see all the hot people. <laughs> Or, uh, I don't know, like uh, Equinox or After Gym, uh, walking to your parking garage. There are so many ways that you can meet people that I just never anticipated that would happen because that's literally how it happened for me. So I'm just saying that definitely keep your options open because I think dating online is just not the only way. And also, recently I was listening to the psychologist. She was saying that actually... Uh, it's better to meet people in person versus just like online dating apps or just online like through their Instagram and stuff because you already have some sort of perception of them versus when you're meeting them in person you don't know so much you don't even, I didn't even know this guy's Instagram or shit so I'm just saying like I feel like it's like a very um, I don't know spontaneous experience a much better experience. I would say. Anyway, so that was it. <laughs> that was the dating uh, experience I had for me, and I feel like that would be good for the next, I don't know, six months. <laughs> I don't want to date. <laughs> Not that I'm saying it, I feel like I'm going to rewind this clip in the like next six months and see where I am. Today's podcast is brought to you by our partner, Miss Mobile. So, once again, I want to talk about Min Mobile because I just feel like these days, we are spending so much money on so many things, like starting from as little as like groceries, to as big purchases like rent. Everything is just so expensive. And I just feel like there is no need to spend extra for something that you can find cheaper for the same service or for the same thing. And that's what I love about Mint Mobile. They offer one of the greatest services in terms of the premium wireless phone service plan for literally the same service. They have like the same coverage, same data, same speed but for less price and they are built on nation's largest 5g network the difference is because they sell directly to you hence they can keep the cost low because there's no retail stores no salespeople. and the best part i like about them is that like everything is so fast the process of it because if you have eSIM technology on your iphone or on your phone you can just go to their website and buy the number that you want and you can activate it right away there it is you have the phone number I literally just did that for my business and I'm using that phone for my business super easy you can just go to minmobile.com slash WB to use my code and you can just get started for as low as $15 a month I think that's such a great deal in this economy so don't forget to take this opportunity 
Go to mintmobile.com slash WB. Let's get started on why we engage in this type of uh, people-pleasing behavior. I kind of narrowed down to like four reasons. I'm sure there are probably more, but those are the four that just kind of stick out to me. One, this is like the big one, and I feel like publicly accepting this probably is gonna <laughs> not be good for me, but I just want to put it out there because I'm sure some people struggle with this. Low self-esteem. I accept that I have low self-esteem, working on that in progress, but that's where it comes from. Because I think when you have low self-esteem, you feel like you have to please others so you can gain their approval and you can kind of like feel about feel good about yourself and because like you know they will treat you well and you're kind of like oh I'm likable like I am nice like that's kind of how it goes my perspective in that aspect and I feel like this is in theory you might think that like oh my god this is like not so terrible but I feel like overall when it comes to like your growth, it hurts you more than it helps you actually grow because what happens like over time, you realize like you're like, do they, are they here for me or they're here because I am doing what they, what they want to do. And because like, and also you cannot blame them necessarily because like you are doing things uh, that like you're, you just want to please them. Hence, they're like, they think that that's what you want to do, but like you never tell them like something that you don't want to do. You know what I mean? So like that kind of affects you. Like what if like, because they don't know my real, the real me, uh, and I don't know if they would want to be with the real me. And then you think that like, oh, I am not that valuable or I'm not that good so that people can be around me. It is super toxic. Uh, it's like self-sabotage in that sense. Because I think when you think about in a way that like, oh, people wouldn't accept the real you. And that's why like you are pleasing others. It sucks. And I feel like this is like something <laughs> to work on. And again, that's what I'm saying. It's like a sensitive topic for me because I work on this myself. Because I think low self-esteem comes in so many places. Not just like... Uh, the way you look, but also the way you are portrayed or the way you're portraying yourself. There are many moving parts, but that's essentially one of the sources of the people-pleasing behavior. I feel like I should definitely talk about the low self-esteem another time because that is something huge and probably more sensitive in my sense. I should probably talk about this with a guest because I don't think it's good for me to just talk about Second, this one is fear of rejection. Because I feel like we think if we say no or if we don't do what people want to do, we will be criticized and hence we are going to be like not in the crowd and uh, we want to constantly avoid conflict and negative experiences. In my sense more like avoiding confrontation uh, in a sense because I mean I am the kind of person that like who just doesn't want to even deal with confrontation so I feel like usually 9 out of 10 I always try to be like yeah sure of course like yes 
I'm just that kind of person. But I'm definitely working on saying more no's. And I feel like I will tell you this too. It's like usually good people or if they are good friends of yours or the person that understands you, when you say no, they shouldn't be upset about it. They shouldn't be like pissed at the, like, oh my God, you said no, because they should understand that. And they'll be like, okay, cool. But I will say from a very, not super, super recent experience, but like kind of a recent experience. This was back in January, I think, uh, or February, I think, uh, that one of the, one of my dad's friends who also lives in Miami, she like invited me to her like party or something that we she used to do like all the time back in New York City before she moved here. Uh, so she was trying to do it in here again and then she was she invited me and I was like oh thank you. Uh, I think first time uh, I was gonna come but then she rescheduled it because actually she got sick. But second time when she rescheduled it I was like I actually I'm sorry I cannot come. I have volleyball practice but also like it's far from me because she does live in the north of uh, Miami. It takes me like, even with the tolls and everything, it takes me over an hour sometimes to get there. So I was like, I'm sorry, I, I just cannot come. This is like, I, I, I didn't necessarily, it's like it's inconvenient for me. I just felt like, I, I would just be too tired or whatever. See, like I was trying to like look out for myself in this sense, but then she made me feel so guilty about it. She's like, oh, like, I didn't want you to meet people and like I, I want to show you around or whatever. Then she left me a bunch of voicemails and stuff that like, oh, I'm expecting you to come or whatever. And uh, that obviously made me feel bad about it. That like, oh, because I stuck out to myself and like said no for myself because like I don't want to be rushing right after my volleyball practice or whatever to just get there. It's like, I don't want to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am in my 20s and there are a bunch of people who are in their 60s there. Nothing wrong with that. They're just like, I just don't want to be in that crowd at that time. Just an example that she was clearly not a great, great person in that sense for me because when someone says no, it's just, it's a no. Like, you don't have to force it. Uh, but in that sense, she did force me to it. And <laughs> so that shows a toxic behavior. Usually, if something doesn't benefit you or you just don't, simply don't want to do it, it's okay to say no. And I'm just trying to learn that. But anyways, I just feel like fear of rejection is definitely huge. And some people definitely experience that. Three, need for control. I feel like it just, what happens is that like, you, most of the time, uh, it's easier when you please people. You kind of get a sense of the like, oh, I can control the environment. Not necessarily control the people, because I would disagree with that. But more like you can control the environment. Because if, if you have always said yes to people, most of the time people just kind of like, you can kind of assume what they're gonna do, what what that environment is going to be. Versus like in this case that I just said, right? When I said no and she kind of latched out, she left me a bunch of voicemails, kind of crazy. See, it's like uncontrollable environment because when you say no to people sometimes, you don't exactly know how they're going to respond or how their reaction is going to be. Hence, I feel like it's difficult to control the environment versus when you usually the people pleaser, it's a lot easier to control the environment and you don't have to deal with much controversy or um, 
any drama per se. Which is why sometimes actually I realize why I do the people pleasing because I just personally just don't want to deal with the any conflict. I avoid conflict on a regular basis, like all the time. I would literally go out of my way to avoid the conflict. <laughs> I'm laughing, but that's probably not a good case. Definitely don't do that. Last, I'm gonna sound like a therapist, but this is how it is. Childhood experiences, because as much as we don't want to admit the experiences we have had uh, in our childhood, uh, shapes us who we are today and I think what happens usually and this is something definitely confirms what I experienced as a child usually when you grow up in an environment that where your needs were met or you were only rewarded for pleasing others that's why you feel this way and that's why you're people pleasing because when I was growing up uh, I was not necessarily always like praised on who I was it was more like oh if I get good grades they were like oh great or if I got bad grades they're like like you're terrible like you're not doing well or if I didn't do this it's like you're like you're a bad child or you're you're if you're not quiet or if you're like hanging out or playing too much games they're like you are not so great it's like it was always like about making my parents happy and being like the best child I could be uh, that was not great for myself because I always thought like oh if I be quiet if I get good grades if I did this if I played less video games I, I, I'm a good child like I, I, I was constantly pleasing my parents and I feel like that's kind of where it came from <sighs> like I feel like at the time I thought like oh they wanted the best for me that's what they were that's why they were doing it like I can see in a sense that yes but I feel like some of it was also that like that was not good for me in in that sense that I did it just for them I never thought of myself as a person and that's why I feel like sometimes it's so hard to see your own worth uh, just for yourself because growing up I feel like I only saw my worth uh, based on the grades that I got or based on the behavior that I was putting out there versus just me existing per se because many times that whenever I would have like a great time per se or for me it was a great time like whenever I was with my cousins or like I would like play something or be in a social setting with kids or play video games right afterwards my parents would always remind me that like you wasted this much time where you could have just been at home studying working on yourself so you can be a better student and you can get into better schools like it was constantly about that and I feel like that's why it kind of messed me up in a way I think from their sense I kind of see why that happened because one of them didn't really go to college and that was really bad for them and they bad for him and he really wanted to just kind of like I don't know get a good education and want his kids to get a better education but I think that is something that kind of forced me to be a different person or forced me forced me to be have like a, a bit like complicated childhood in that sense but yeah I feel like that's where my people pleasing tendencies comes from uh, one of the other aspects of it uh, and I feel like that's something that you guys could also think about it too again 
<laughs> I don't want to sound like a therapist, but that is definitely something that a lot of us experience because of our childhood and some of the reasons that I just mentioned. Now, let's move on to the other section of this episode talking about how we can stop being a people pleaser. Again, probably easier to set them done, but uh, I think those are some of the things that we can discuss and hopefully that will help some of you guys, but also help me too because as I mentioned, I'm struggling with this too. I think the first one is going to be obviously obvious to say, uh, very straightforward and it comes to many problems, is to just kind of like recognize the problem. This is common for everything across the board. It is important to just understand that this is kind of a problem. I think sometimes it's hard for some people, especially I guess like narcissists, to accept that like you have some sort of a problem. It's, it takes time to get there, but I feel like once you get there, you can just be like, yeah, that is a problem. But that doesn't mean that you have to kind of like hate yourself for it because everyone has problems. You're not perfect. No one is perfect. But I feel like it is important to just kind of accept that you have a problem at least so like you know that it is a problem so you can at least work on it later in life or later. So that is first. Second is identifying your needs and your priorities. This is <laughs> difficult in the beginning obviously because I think you have to kind of like make a list of like, what do you want? What do you desire? Like, what is something that is important for you? I like truly think about it sometimes, like just look back and I'm like, oh, I'm not sure because like, I feel like there are so many needs and desires we have when it comes to like every stage of our lives. Like there is obviously relationship stage, there is like work, there's family, friends, it's like so many layers Obviously, everything is different for everyone, but if you just make a need, make a list of like what is something that you need, what is something that you desire, then that can it's kind of like a map that you can follow. Um, I know this is like so <laughs> odd to say, but I feel like um, it is almost like driving with no like navigation, and you don't know where to go because if you know where you're going, you kind of have an idea. You're like this is what I want in life, or this is what I want in a relationship, this is what I want in a friendship, this is what I want in family. And if you don't respect that, get out. It is harsh, but that's how it works, because I realize this, and I'm, as I'm working on it, especially in terms of relationships that, like, I don't know yet. I'm figuring out. But something like friendships or family, I feel like I'm kind of set and I can see it because I've uh, built such a great relationship with my dad and I feel like I'm in a place that like I am completely comfortable with my dad and how we set certain boundaries and how we talk about so many, so many things. I didn't have that before. I learned that as we did it. So I'm just saying like you kind of figure that out as you go and you realize like what is something you want or you desire when it comes to have a relationship with your father, or relationship with your sister, or friends. Friends, I am also still figuring out because I feel like there are so many things that that matters to me. Maybe that wouldn't matter to other people. Like loyalty is huge to me. <laughs> I don't know if it is the Virgo Leo combo <laughs> placement is me, but I I value that so much. 
uh, I don't value, yes, it's, it would be good to have a friend who's rich or who's this or who's that, but uh, I value loyalty a lot and that means so much to me. If you are a loyal friend to me, I feel like, I don't know, that's, that's huge. I don't know, you could be any person, but if you're loyal to me, I don't know, I couldn't ask for a better friend. At least that's what I know so far. <laughs> Another thing, practice saying no. This is so hard, guys. I know this, like, sounds easy, but I, many times in my life, it has, I have almost 9 out of 10, I have said yes to many things. Some of the things that I probably should have never said yes, uh, I have a bunch of stories. Let me start. Let's get comfortable. <laughs> okay, so the one of the very first ones that it started for me was back in college. There were many times, because in high school, I was never one of those cool kids, again, because I was never in the crowd to hang out because I was always busy or at school, at home, for studying. In college, I wanted to be a part of uh, the crowd, I wanted to hang out and everything. So whenever someone would invite me to places, before even checking if I wanted to go or if that was the place for me, I would 9 out of 10 say yes. If someone offered me a shot, I would be like yes. If someone offered me a drink, I would be like yes. If, if someone offered me something else, I'd be like yeah, sure. I always said yes. Then later I realized that was so bad for me, bad for my health, bad for my mental health, bad for in so many levels because some of the things that I feel like I did when I was drunk or under the influence, that was not me and that reflected poorly on my behavior or on myself, but also the relationship that I have built because of it and that kind of affected, it was kind of like a domino effect, kind of affected everything. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that. Now moving on <laughs> to relationships after college. There are many times, this is me, please don't personalize this at all, like don't generalize this at all, my experience. Many times I have, uh, because I dated so many other races, not necessarily white, um, and especially like, uh, guys like who are Asian, they would necessarily, they would be like, oh, like, I like barbecue, or I want, I like, I don't know, hot pot, or, I don't know, some other things, or I like traveling a lot, or stuff like that, I don't know, like, very random, but I'd be like, yeah, I like hot pot, or I like Korean barbecue, or stuff like that, and, uh, in fact, I did not. I didn't, some of them I didn't even know what it was because like for me barbecue is barbecue but I didn't even know what was Korean barbecue but at the time because I really wanted to impress the guy and I wanted to seem like a cool person. So I was like, yeah, I like Korean barbecue. Yeah, like hot pot? I like hot pot. Um, then later when we actually tried it, because some of it I didn't even try it at all, I didn't even know about it. Uh, actually trying some of the food, I was like, uh, I don't like it. But I never said it to their face, I forced myself to eat it, I did it. There are many times I have done this in my life, that did things that I didn't necessarily want to do just to please other people. 
this was one of the example of a relationship. Like some of the times I was guys that like they were like, uh, I like Broadway and I was like, Yeah, sounds fun and I'd be like, Cool or they would be like, I I don't know, like some activities that they would wanna do and I I necessarily wouldn't want to try or do it, but I would do it just to please them. Like I did that vain too many times. Also with friendships later on too, I was like you 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 don't want to come like I sometimes I would ask some friends to like come with me to events in New York and like sometimes they wouldn't come and I would just not take it personally but then there would be times that they would ask me to do something for them I'd be like yeah of course like you want me to do your homework or you want me to do this or you want me to help you with this like of course sure I will help just so I can please them I'm looking back that was probably so bad for me because I feel like many times right afterwards I felt so bad about myself because I was like oh wow I am I am like in this level that like I think nobody would like me or nobody would be friends with me uh, if I said no to them or if I said like I like I don't like this <laughs> like in my head I always thought like oh if I said the guy that I don't like this kind of food I don't like this I only eat healthy food or I only eat this uh, they would think less of me or they would think like oh you're one of those typical gays who barely eat who are like this who are always skinny like I felt like that they would just like say something like that and I would be less desirable or I would be more basic which is the reason why I created even this podcast because 9 out of 10 people always called me basic and um, as much as I didn't want to accept it now I'm kind of like yeah I am basic Take it or leave it. I don't care. I am so sorry that I am basic, but I am. So yeah, long story short, those are some of the things that I should have probably said no to, but I said yes just to please them. Don't do that to yourself because it comes with a price. I feel like every single time, this is the best way to put it, every single time you say yes to people, when you're, when you, deep down, you know you're supposed to say no, you're losing a part of yourself, a piece of yourself. And that piece of yourself, like, keeps, like, I don't know, like, it just, you lose it so much, towards the end of it, you're like, you don't even recognize who you are, because uh, many times, you know, when people say, like, do you like this food, and you said, yes, although you didn't like it, when people said, like, are you this person, I'm like, yes. Do you like this thing? Do you like this music? You'd be like, yes. Then towards the end, like this persona that you created for them, so just so they can like you, you're looking back, you're like, I don't know if it is that if, if that's me. And you're like conflicted, confused, and you feel like you're not around with people that you're supposed to because you didn't necessarily show them who you are truly. And that is truly sad, but one of the great lessons to learn in, um, I guess, like, uh, cons of being a people pleaser. Number four is setting boundaries. I think setting boundaries overall is, like, a big thing. You should always do that regardless, even not in this behavior, overall in life. You should always set boundaries with friends, with, even with your loved one. Um, with family, you should always have some boundaries, but you should have boundaries 
in this behavior because so people know that what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do it is obviously hard but i think what you can do is like start small and you can work your way up there because you don't want to seem too strict in the beginning and people might see that in like a wrong way and people might think that you're just a bitch uh you don't want to be that <laughs> so i feel like it's better to just be out there slowly be like oh i can't do this like small things then you can later clarify that i don't want to do this like in a group setting or in the family or something if someone wants to drink you don't want to drink it's okay just say no you don't have to force yourself or if someone i don't know like wants to go somewhere for dinner you don't necessarily like the food or you don't want to go honestly you could say no see like very small things then you can this kind of like setting boundary and also because this shows that self respect because as much as we feel we want to respect other people we also need to respect ourselves because that's how we kind of like build our confidence and this is one of the biggest thing i realized at this in my sense that why i had so much like low self esteem is because there are many times i never respected myself because i thought my decisions were so poor it's because so many times my parents made me feel like i didn't know any better i they only knew better and that was so toxic but now i am sort of an adult right so proud <laughs> sort of an adult so i need to uh respect my decisions and i need to respect that whatever i choose and whatever i don't want to do is literally who i am and like i shouldn't be justifying that or i shouldn't be forcing that to change myself lastly this is very common practicing self care i think it's kind of connects to what i was saying is like neglecting your own needs just to please others is super super toxic because at the end of the day this is the way to end it i would say you have to remember that you are the main character in your own story and everyone is the main character in their own story but in this case whenever you're making a decision or whenever you are in a setting you're with family if someone wants to do something uh and you don't necessarily want to do or if someone is asking you if you like something and you don't necessarily like it you don't have to be super aggressive about it but you can simply just be like no i like different kind of things i think in the uh, very beginning uh i used to think that like people were so rude when i used to tell them like oh like do you like coffee and sometimes we're like oh my god like uh some some people were like oh i don't like coffee i was like oh it's okay no worries you know but there are sometimes some people are like oh my god coffee is so gross so it's like this is that like they would say some bs some stuff about coffee i'm like i totally get that but now i understand them like yeah someone doesn't like coffee they don't like it it's fine but many times i would literally be like i like this i mean i love coffee don't get me wrong but i'd be like 
I would say I like everything because just so like I can be friends with that person. <laughs> Literally many times I have done that. So I'm like that is very not good <laughs> because then you have to stick through those choices that you have made and that kind of stuck with you for a while. <laughs> you have to think of your own needs because your needs comes first and you only have one life and it's important to just prioritize that. It doesn't come easy, but it's kind of like a process of it. Anyways, guys, so that was the end of this episode. I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye, guys. Bye.